Hi, and welcome to the Beer and Eggs podcast. Hello. I'm Jessica, and I'm here with my husband, Ryan. And we're back at it, yep. even though we missed a few days. A lot of days. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we're back with mm-hmm. chapter 10. And, oh yeah, I'm starting us yeah, off this starting. time. <laughs> All right, let's do this. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him. But if not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide. For the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But when you enter a town and they do not receive you, go into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near. I tell you, it will be more bearable on that day for Sodom than for that town. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more bearable in the judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven. You shall be brought down to Hades. The only one who hears you hears me. Oh, the one who hears you hears me. And the one who rejects you rejects me. And the one who rejects me rejects him who sent me. The seventy-two returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Nevertheless, I do not rejoice in this, oh, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. In that same hour, he rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father, or who the Father is except the Son, and anyone whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Turning to the disciples, he said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things you see. For I say to you that many prophets and kings wished to see the things which you see, and did not see them, and to hear the things which you hear, and did not hear them. And a lawyer stood up and put him to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, What is written in the law? How does it read to you? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. But but wishing to justify himself, he said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied and said, A man who goes down from Jerusalem to Jericho 
and fell among robbers, and they stripped him and beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. And by chance a priest was going down that road. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise a Levite also. When he came to a place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan who was on the journey, on a journey, came upon him. And when he saw him, he felt compassion, and he came to him and bandaged up his wounds, pouring oil and wine on them. And he put him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. On the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper and said, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I return I will repay you. Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell into the robber's robber's hands? And he said, The one who showed mercy towards him. Then Jesus said to him, Go and do the same. Now as they were traveling along, he entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister called Mary, who was seated at the Lord's feet, listening to his word. But Martha was distracted with all her preparations, and she came up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Then tell her to help me. But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things, but the only th- only one thing is necessary, for Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That was good. Do you have any thoughts? I actually pre-read this chapter. Mm-hmm. And I know you did too. Yeah. Yeah, the... I don't know. It's just, it's good to see, well, it's like a double-edged sword. The the 70 that get sent out, you mm-hmm. know, they come back pretty successful in their preparations, right? For where Jesus is going to go and stay mm-hmm. as he makes his way back towards Jerusalem, but there's uh, obviously the places that turn them away. You know, it says woe to them. Yeah, that's what I definitely wanted to talk about. It's really interesting to me how he said it will be more tolerable for people, in, and he mentions, you know, these other cities, than it will be for these people that you know, they had just spoken with. Mm -hmm. It will be more tolerable in that day for Sodom than for that city. That day I'm assuming to be judgment day. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming that's what he means. What is that? Uh oh, weird noises. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> so. So that weird noise was what was it? The fan for the exhaust on the heater destroyed itself. So I got so, to run to Walmart and get space heaters for everybody. Yeah, space heaters <laughs> for all the rooms. And we'll have to get a new. At least it's an easy fix. Just slap a new, new blower in there and call it a day it's just a matter of that they have it yeah. if they don't might have to get um creative <laughs> we'll just have a <laughs> we'll just leave the window open in the garage just be a death trap I'm just oh kidding. my gosh no we're not doing that no uh <laughs> what is it because our internet's been weird too is it the wind yeah the internet's just wind i think 
knocking the blinds. Oh, is, and then the heater thing just happened. <laughs> just yeah. coincidentally. Well, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's the original uh, fan on it. Because it, it's all rusted to pieces, I imagine. It's oh, just, and I probably. Think, so the, the exhaust port that they have on the side of the house is new. Mm-hmm. But I think they reused the blower from whatever configuration they had it in before. Yeah. So it's probably well it's 20 probably 22 years old oh dang so it just finally rusted and snapped <laughs> in there so yeah I just get a new one i think i assume spinards will have them if not um we'll just have to call somebody in the heating i think there's a couple different people oh uh, yeah people that would probably just be able to come and install it but if it's just as easy as going down the spinards get a new one i can do it so well Already That's took the old what one we'll do tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, at least we were home. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you, Lord, that we were home. Yeah. That you were home, because I wouldn't have known what to do. <laughs> did we finished reading, yeah? We did. We okay. were going to talk about it. All right. Um, so, Luke chapter 10. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, yeah, we were saying it's interesting how he says it's going to be more tolerable for them than for those people, like comparing these two different cities. Yeah, Sodom, yeah. I just, I don't know why. I have a hard time understanding what that means. Like, because in my mind, the playing field, I guess, of our sin is equal so mm-hmm. why would it why would someone have a less miserable time under God's judgment than someone else? It just I don't know. I don't know why that like seems strange to me. I don't know. Is that just one of those things where we're like, well, I'm sure somebody knows. <laughs> someone know. somewhere. <laughs> it's like, woe to you. Uh, Chorazin, what do you, or Bethsaida, for the miracles that had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, which occurred in you, they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more tolerable for Tyre and, and Sidon in the judgment than for you. I'm going to my handy dandy interlinear your, Bible. Your sources or your interlinear? My interlinear Bible. Mm-hmm. More tolerable. That's the word that I want to look up. Oh, no. Probably better. You don't have internet. I can't look it up. Wow. The times are hard here. (laughs) We're living in the dark ages. The dark ages, yeah. (laughs) Oh, well. What else jumped out to you in this chapter? Hmm. I don't know. Just... Uh, I'm sure I've heard a couple sermons about the Martha and Mary part, but that one actually really spoke to me when I pre-read it the other oh, yeah. day. Yeah, well, because I'd heard that so many times, and then I finally realized, like, now that I'm actually busy, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's it should be a priority to stop. And listen to Jesus and pray and read the word and not just be all about 
serving, 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 doing this, doing that, even if those are good things, your priority should be to know Jesus. Yeah. Well, and I think the the big thing takeaway here was that he was there present. Like, mm-hmm. why? Like, he didn't necessarily need to be served at that moment, but he was serving them by speaking with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... Well, and he didn't tell her that what she was doing was wrong either. He didn't say, like, sit down and listen to me. <laughs> he just said, you know, don't be anxious. Well, he's because, saying only one thing is necessary. Yeah. And Mary has chosen the good part, which will not be taken away from her. Mine says one thing. Not only one thing. Well, mine says... yeah so there's all these things that you're being anxious and troubled about but only one thing really really matters here Mm -hmm. and when she's talking about serving it's not like it's not like uh well she has people over her house yeah she's she's, preparing she's preparing stuff she's running around the house Basically what I do all day, every day. Yeah, trying to make it nice and pleasant and all (laughs) that stuff. But sometimes, you know, especially Jesus being there, speaking with them, that's the most important thing at the time. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, you you should stop doing good things to like... It's not uh, like you should ignore your responsibilities. No, that's yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Thank you. Yeah. It's not like you should ignore your responsibilities, but it's like when when if Jesus showed up in your house today, would you be like, Oh, my house is so messy? Like <laughs> Oh my gosh, the temptation know, definitely would be there. Exactly. Right. When <laughs> when in actuality the only thing that matters at if he showed up at your door would be to listen to him. Right. And to hear what he's saying and to believe it, you know, and then follow through with it. So I think it's more of a testament to how we get caught up in things that are not God and and we really hyper focus on those things. So for me, it's like entertainment. Mm. A lot of my day I'll spend, I'll, I'll go through the whole day. And I'll realize I just watched like four hours of YouTube. Yeah. You know, and it's not that I can't partake in YouTube, but it's like, did I listen to the word that my father has given me? Mm -hmm. Did I read? Did I seek any of it? Did I listen to what he wanted to tell me today? You know, because you're yeah. Did you spend any time wants at to all with, him. with you every yeah. day? It's not just like a oh, I you know, I talk to him on weekends, you know, and then the week is mine. Yeah, it's like oh, well, it's, and it's not even like a check off, like because a lot of times I think we're guilty of approaching mm-hmm. it that way too as Christians. Is like you wake up, it's like okay, I did my devotional check. It's like yeah. that's also and like yeah, you did it, but. Well, it's a. I think it's similar to when it, the term like walking in the spirit, right? That your mind, that you're in a place where you're always ready to 
or attempt to be ready for the spirit to beckon you to do something or to read something or to speak to someone, right? Mm-hmm. And if we're so hyper-focused on what we're doing for appearance's purpose, because that's what this serving is that she's doing, right? It's all to for this is what a good housewife should do when she has guests over, especially revered guests, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the you need to make room or be open to be able to. Yeah, be sensitive to the spirit. spirit. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's an exact, like, correlation to this, but that's what I think of when I read this. It's like, she was so busy doing all these things, which were, sure, they were appropriate, that she wasn't even able to listen to him. Yeah. If she was able to multitask, would that have been acceptable? I and don't it's like, know. no, because he's <laughs> he goes on to say... There's only one thing that's necessary, and Mary has chosen the good part. Uh-huh. You know that will never be taken away from her. Mm-hmm. I love that. So yeah, super convicting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's easy to do as like a mom or oh, a dad. Like anytime. it's just easy to do, <laughs> especially in this culture. You you constantly have to be distracted or like fill your your time with something mm-hmm. right and it's such all the a everything's habit. buying for your attention yeah you know computers emails phones um kids everything and you have important duties but yeah you just can't get so caught up in it that you miss out on what god's saying you know mm-hmm but yeah good chapter yeah i enjoyed it me too and so next time we'll be back with chapter 11 hopefully if we don't freeze hopefully yeah (laughs) if we don't freeze to death in our house tonight now we have plenty of space heaters we should be fine yeah so hopefully just get it back up and running tomorrow and if the internet's working Oh yeah, it's not working. There's right a now. lot of factors nothing, that have nothing, to come no, into play. No one's going to hear this for weeks until the internet's <laughs> back up. But oh well, <laughs> it's okay. It's been in and out today. It should come on soon again. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you again next time. Bye. Bye.